0: In a five-year period, you know, we had raised over $2 million to do all types of real estate deals.
1: Hello and welcome to Dream Mentorship Podcast. Dream Mentorship is an international online community. Our podcast is for women who want more out of life, who are ready to make a positive difference, and who dare to dream. Listen for motivating conversations with industry bosses, moms, students, and women in general who are thriving in life and business. We are here to help you live your dream because your dream is valid. I am extra so excited to be
2: here today. As usual, you know, I'm always so excited about um, these sections. Our guest today is a business guru and has enormous experience in the real estate industry. Latoya is the founder and CEO of Excel Capital Group. Um, This company provides business credit and funding solutions for entrepreneurs looking for funding to start, grow and scale their business. All right. Welcome Latoya to the show. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Awesome. So we're going to just get, you know, jump right into it. I am excited to hear your story of how you started your company. Um, How did that start? and What inspired you to start such a group? Well, in order
0: to understand why I started the company, I have to give you a little um, background about how I got to this point. So um, basically, you know, I was born and raised in in Cleveland, Ohio, I grew up um, very poor, my father died when I was, Uh, just two years old from cancer and I was raised by a single mother. Um, you know, I grew up with humble beginnings. I didn't have entrepreneurs or real estate investors in my family, um, but I knew that I wanted a better life for myself. So I went to college. You know, majored in business administration with a focus on marketing, and um, I read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. So that kind of introduced me to real estate and the mm-hmm. type of residual income that you can earn by becoming a real estate investor. But at the time, I was in college, struggling, <laughs> just trying to to graduate, and so I put mm-hmm. the dream of getting into real estate on hold and i just graduated and focused uh my career on outside sales in uh, corporate america so i had you know over 15 years of business to business outside sales um i had a a job that moved me from the ohio market to the dc market and it wasn't until i moved to dc that i decided to think back about getting into real estate so i got my license you know i worked with uh long and foster uh brokers and in that area. And um, I started being an agent. I was working with investors and I would get to the closing table. I would look at the HUD one statement and, you know, my commission might be like $5,000 that I have to split with a broker. And then the investor was walking away with like $50,000 profit. I was just like, I need to be on that side of the real estate (laughs) transaction. Not the agent side, right. but at the time I was still working, uh, during the day, showing houses, nights and weekends. And then I got a, a job promotion. Uh, my job moved me from the, um, DC area to the Chicago area. And, you know, once you, Move states, your real estate license doesn't transfer. So you would have to go back to school again. And I did not want to go back to real estate school. I wanted to be an investor. So I got educated, got some partners, and we started doing real estate deals together. And in a five year period, you know, we had raised over $2 million to do all types of real estate deals, whether that was, you know, rentals, fix and flips, commercial, mixed use. Um, but we had all types of funding to do that. So some of that was you know, 350000 of the $2 million was from business credit. Some of that was from you know, traditional financing. Some of that was hard money. Some of that we raised funds to do our real estate deals. So you know I had to learn how to raise funds because in real estate, you have to have funding in order to secure your next deal. And so I ended up going to a workshop, uh, you know, women's empowerment workshop for female entrepreneurs. And there was a woman there who raised her hand and she said, well, what is a DUNS number and how can I use that to get funding for my business? And there was a CPA there and she responded to her and said, oh, you don't need a DUNS number all you need is, you know, to be in business for two years, to have strong revenues, to have a great credit score, you know, to have some collateral, to have business returns. Um, and then you may get or qualify for a business loan. And I'm like, that's not true. I was in business for two months and I got $40,000, yeah. you know? So it something clicked to me that day that said, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they go to a bank to get funding. They don't know that there's other lenders out here that will give you funding mm-hmm. that don't have all the requirements that the bank do. So that's how I got the idea to start Excel Capital Group, right? I wanted to help entrepreneurs like the woman that I met that day educate them on the the various types of funding that's available, including business credit, where you can get funding that's not linked to your personal credit score. So there's all different types of ways to get funding for entrepreneurs, and the bank is not the only place that you can go. So with our company, there's two things that we do. We basically help entrepreneurs get funding for their business. So whether they have a great credit score and want to get funding, they can qualify for up to 250k within two weeks. They meet certain qualifications with a strong credit score. Um, if that's that's not the case, then they can learn how to build business credit in their EIN that's not attached to their social. And so we have classes that teach entrepreneurs how to do that. So that's why I started Capital Group.
2: Wow, that is amazing. As you're just talking, I can literally feel like I can hear women listening to this thinking, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. How do I get that money? How do I get this business loan? What would be your uh, advice for anyone who's sitting down and listening to this and saying, I really want to start my own business? Where do you say is the starting point for them? Because, you know, of course, I don't expect anyone to jump right into getting a loan you have to do a business or market research or an analysis of what you're thinking of starting but you know for someone who who's done business for over 15 years what would be your advice to someone listening right now who is like, I really well, want I think my that's
0: a wonderful question. So thank you for asking. If entrepreneurs want to start a new business, what they need to do is make sure that they're set up the correct way so that they can get the funding from the very beginning. And I'm going to give you an example as to why that's important. You know, we just went through this coronavirus pandemic, right? Um, a lot of entrepreneurs entrepreneurs were affected, you know, they were ordered to shut down their businesses for three months, right? A lot of of entrepreneurs can't survive if they don't have revenue coming in day to day, let alone three months, right? And so what was the response, right? The government came out with payroll protection, they came out with EIDL loan, they came out with all this funding And they remove the requirements that they typically ask for. Right. Collateral two years in business, you know, business tax returns, that sort of thing. Um, They removed like the the credit score requirement Mm -hmm. they normally have. And there were a lot of entrepreneurs that were not in position to get this funding. So when I talk to new entrepreneurs, the main thing that I tell them is make sure that your company is set up the right way so that you can qualify for capital. And I'll give you an example. I had an entrepreneur who contacted me and said, Hey, I'm a freelancer. You know, I make 5,000 a month in my business every month. Can I get funding? I said, absolutely. So I just asked her a few questions. I said, well, do you have your revenue going into a business bank account? She said, no. I said, do you have your EIN? She said, no. I said, do you have your institute? She said, no. Oh wow! You can get (laughs) funding right there. If you've been in business a year, and you have that consistent revenue, you know, mm-hmm. five ten thousand $10,000 a month, and you can show that it's been going into a business bank account for three months, you can qualify for business funding. But because she didn't set up her business the correct way right. from the very beginning, she's not in position to right. qualify for funding. So, my advice to entrepreneurs is make sure you're set up the correct way so that you're not leaving money on the table. And so that's what I Mm -hmm. teach in my classes. When I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to build business credit, there are some essential steps that you have to do. And these are steps you have to do regardless, you know, of if if you're a new entrepreneur or you're an established entrepreneur. But the reason I want you to do it the right way from the very beginning, because I don't want you to be like the entrepreneur who is leaving money on the table and doesn't even know it. Right. So have the right, right way. Absolutely. And that's what we teach in our membership and yes. our master classes, We teach entrepreneurs how to set up their business the correct way from the very beginning so that one, they're in position to build business credit with their EIEN that's not attached to their social, but also so that they can qualify for other types of capital, other types of loans and lines of credit. But again, you know, a lot of people weren't able to take advantage of that simply because they weren't set up the correct way. This woman had been in business over a year, been failed to do that. You're, you're putting yourself in position mm-hmm. to not get capital. Right. So that would be my advice. Um, I would recommend, you know, if you are a brand new entrepreneur, you don't know where to start. You know, how do I set up the entity or how do I, you know, uh, what steps do I need to take? How do I get the, the, the EIN, right? We teach that in our courses. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, if they want information on how to do that, you know, they can reach out to us. Um, they can go to our website, ExcelCapitalGroupLLC.com for more information.
2: Awesome. Yes, I was going to ask you to talk about your um, your masterclass and how they can get in touch with you if they have questions. Um, but before we even you know go in deeper into what causes you teach in your master program, um, I also know that like you're saying, you brought in a very vital point. A lot of women are in business for over a year and they are not set up the right way. And I think a lot of people are also afraid of the paperwork. They're like, Oh, I don't want to get into mm-hmm. I- IRS forms and I don't want to do something the wrong way. And I know there is, we have SBA and SCORE mentors available mm-hmm. there to help women. Um, and I'm also positive that you've probably come across so many women who are thinking the same thing right now. Like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of paperwork. Um, do you have an alternative for them if they yes. want to have, do you recommend hiring someone to do that for you? Okay, or so what, there's what, two what things. So
0: I have a built business credit membership Program. Um, it it it's about basically building six figures in six months in terms of business credit for your business. And in the master class, sorry, in the membership, I talk about the entities. So you need to know what is the correct entity for your business. Do I need an S-Corp? Do I need an LLC? Do I need a, a partnership? You know, you need to know what the tax implications are, what the liabilities are. Um, you do want to make sure you talk to an attorney. Um, so there is an attorney that I recommend for that. But I also talk about that in terms of building business credit and setting up your business the correct way. We talk about that. It's very important that you set up your entity from the correct way from the very beginning, especially when it comes to you know obtaining capital down the line you want to make sure that you're set up the correct way from the very beginning if not you know you're going to have to file an amendment you're going to have to change your your structure if it's not set up correctly it's going to cost you more money it's going to cost you more time and so in my membership I teach you not only the correct way to set up your business but in the correct order and let me give you an example as to why I say that I had an entrepreneur that I was working with. She had an excellent credit score. Like, if you have a credit score of seven, 700 or higher across all three credit bureaus with a strong credit profile, meaning no bankruptcies, no liens, no collections, no foreclosures, if you're that candidate, you can qualify for business funding right now and get that within two weeks. You can get up to 250K if you meet those requirements. And that's how I first got funding in my business. I was only in business two months. You know, I, I didn't meet the bank's requirements, I wasn't in business two years. I didn't have business, you know, uh, revenue or tax returns, but in two months I got forty thousand dollars in business credit. How? Because I met those requirements. So if you meet those requirements, you can get business credit in the form of business credit cards, zero um, percent interest, anywhere from six to nine months. You know, and all you need is your entity, your EIN and that great credit score, right? You don't need all of that other stuff that the banks require. So there was a woman that I was working with. She met those qualifications, and she was looking to get funding. She didn't have her things set up the correct way. I told her I could help her. She said she wanted to do it on her own. So what does she do? She went out and got her EIN first, and then she tried to set up her entity. Now, I always teach you to do it in a different order. I will tell you entity set up first and then mm-hmm. get the EIN. And <laughs> let me tell you what happened. She set up her entity first. I mean, her EIN first, and then she went to set up her entity. And she didn't realize that the name that she picked for her entity was already taken. So oh, wow. Like, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. No. I know where to you're going with that. Your entity, <laughs> you're waiting like 10 to 20 days. And with the pandemic it's worse than that. So I always recommend Express. Pay that extra yeah. money to get your entity back in 24 hours. So she didn't pay for Express. It came back two weeks later and said, Oh, your entity is denied because this name is already taken in the state of Illinois. So now you have a useless right. EIN. Wow. Your entity was rejected. So then we <laughs> have to start all the way over of, you know, right. get your entity first, then get your make sure your name is available in your state and then go back to get your EIN. So that's part of the right. things that I teach in the membership. I teach you. If you are a brand new entrepreneur, what are the steps that you need to take to open your business today? And I walk you through that process step by step. And the way that I teach it requires the least amount of rework and costs you the less, least amount of money, right? You set it up the correct way from the beginning, then you don't have to go back later on and file an amendment and change it with your secretary of state and change it with your IRS. That costs you more time and costs you more money. Right. So order of operation is <laughs> very important Absolutely. when it comes to getting business credit, getting capital, getting funding, Um And making sure that you're set up the right way. So, yes, I do have another thing in my membership is experts. So, you know, there's a lot of people that teach business credit, but I teach it in a way that is short, concise and to the point. I tell you what you need to do, why you need to do it and how you need to do it. Um, I cut out the fluff and a lot of people that teach business credit, they just teach you how to get it. They don't teach you how to leverage it to grow your business. They don't teach you how to leverage it to build generational wealth. And so I have experts that are in my membership that talk to our group every month about things you need to set yourself up for success. So I'll have an attorney that's gonna to talk to you about the different types of entity structures and what's best for your entity, okay? It has a discount for the students that are part of my membership, okay? Also have experts in there such as CPAs, right? A lot of entrepreneurs couldn't take advantage of this free money because they weren't set up the correct way, or they didn't put themselves on payroll. You know what I right. mean? They didn't have their taxes or bookkeeping. That is so yes. important as an entrepreneur to have that, right? So we have a CPA that's gonna talk to you about that, the importance of that. And so we have experts to help you set up your business the correct way. Also have experts to help you fix your personal finances because you know fixing your personal credit score I don't care what happened in your life, whether you filed bankruptcy, you know, whether you went through a divorce, whether you lost a job. Right. Things happen and that affect our credit. Work with a credit repair specialist in our group that can help you get that credit score up to 700, because I want you to qualify for funding on both sides. If you can qualify with a 700 credit score, do it. If you're not there yet, work your way up to that point, but also build your business credit with your EIN so you can get access to so much stuff with your business that the business can qualify on its own if you know the proper steps to take. Building business credit takes time. You know, It could take two years, especially if you don't know what you're doing. The key, and our membership, right. we've broken that down to six months. The key is knowing the correct order to go in and knowing what vendors to work with. Uh, business credit is all about steps. You, know, you start off with the smaller credit and you work your way up to business funding. Yeah. And that's where you can get access to, you know, a company car with your EIN that you didn't have to qualify for personally. You know, maybe you want to do real estate. Maybe you want more lines and loans that your company qualifies for that you personally probably wouldn't if things aren't looking so great on the personal uh, credit profiles. So I say all that to say in our business membership, we teach you how to set up your business the correct way from the very beginning. Um, So if you're a new entrepreneur, it's perfect for you. If you're an established entrepreneur, it can work for you as well. You know, you may have been in business. I I give this example. I talked to an entrepreneur who had been in business 10 years and she was not paying herself. I mean, she would just take money here and there whenever she needed something, but she was not putting herself on payroll. So what happened was she was trying to apply for a a house. Um, Her husband, could qualify for a good amount, but she wanted to use her income so they can qualify for twice as much money to buy a bigger house. And the bank is like, she's, she's like, here's my business revenue. And they're like, okay, what's your, your income? They don't care about your business revenue. Mm -hmm. They want to know what is your income so that you can qualify. Right. But if she, she was in business 10 years, but if she was putting herself on payroll or paying herself, then she could help her husband and they could qualify right. for a much bigger house. So what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if you've been in business, you know, one year or 20 years. There's there's something you can learn uh, in the membership course that's going to help you set up your business the right way so that you can get access to more money, if that makes sense.
2: Awesome. Perfect. Yes. So I'm going to mm-hmm. shift gears a little bit um, and kind of sing your praise. Uh, you were inducted into the Forty yeah. under 40 Young Women's yeah. Professional League uh, and you were selected among 200 women in the Chicago mm-hmm. land area. Um, can you share about that for a, for a girl from humble <laughs> beginnings and to get to that point in your life? Uh, it's that must very be exciting. exciting.
0: It's very exciting. You know, as a child, you know, you never know. What lies ahead of you, you know, uh, especially when you come from areas of, of poverty, um, you don't know if you're going to end up being a statistic or if you are just going to use the poverty as a form of motivation, right? Right. You can turn that into I want something better for my life. You know, you can't help the circumstances that you are born into, but you can definitely change the outcome of your life. And I've always had a strong belief in myself that, you know, I can attain anything I want as long as I go after it. Um, And it's that mindset that kind of led me to be inducted into the 40 under 40. So that is a prestigious league of, you know, um, black women professionals here in the Chicagoland area. You do have to be nominated um, and you have to be selected. And it's a very tough (laughs) process. There's a lot of, you know, great women entrepreneurs doing great things in the community. So I was honored to be selected to be a part of this organization. And as a part of the group, we give back to young women. You know, we do programs where we are uh, supporting young women, encouraging them to be the best that they can be, Um, being like mentors to young girls and letting them know that um, you can excel in any area that you want to in your life. And we are living proof of that. And so it's been an honor and a privilege to get inducted, but also to give back to other women who, you know, grew up just like me. You know, you might have come from a single parent household, may not have had many resources, may not have had any entrepreneurs or real estate investors or college graduates, for that matter, um, in your family. But it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that um, you still can't achieve those same things that other people, um, you know, have achieved.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. That is so, um, awesome. I want to ask you this, um, what, you know, of course, real estate is, I guess, from, um, from my point of view is a male dominated industry. How do you, as a woman, um, you know, how do you scale those glass ceilings and what do you have to say to other college students listening and saying, Hey, you know what? I've always had interest in, um, real estate and how, how, what's,
0: I would say that uh, for any young girl who is interested in real estate, I would basically become educated. Um, Education is a key. Um, I've made so many mistakes in the real estate market. And sometimes you can read every book, you can watch every video, you can take every class. There are some things you are not going to learn until you actually get out there and do some deals. But what I would do, and and we will have experts in our membership that teach on real estate. So if that's something you're interested in, Remember, go to uh, excelcapitalgroup.com to get more information. We have experts to give you the steps to get started in real estate. Um, So whether you're looking to do fix and flips or whether you're looking to do rentals, um, you want to be educated. If you are not educated, you can lose a lot of money. You can ruin your credit. Um, you can get foreclosed. Like there's so much <laughs> that can happen if you don't prepare yourself mm-hmm. to become educated. So that's what I would do. Become educated. Learn as much as you can about uh, real estate. First of all, you want to figure out the strategy that you want, right? Do you want rental properties? Do you want fix and flips? Do you want to do Airbnbs? Do you want to do mixed use commercial? Do you want to do commercial first? Figure out what you want. Actually, figure out your end game first. What do you want to obtain mm-hmm. for real estate? Do you want residual income every month? So then you're going to go the rental route. Do you want a large lump sum of money? Then you can do fix and flips. My personal advice is building wealth through rental properties. That's where you do the work one time and you get residual income every single month. Fix and flips, it could be six, seven, eight months worth of work. You could get one big check, but what do you have to do? you got to turn around, reinvest it into the next flip. And to me, a fix and flip is more like a a replacement of a full-time job as opposed to rentals where you get residual income again that's just my advice but what i would say to women in a in a in a, in a male dominated industry there are a lot of great females that are doing great things in the state so what i would recommend for women that are interested in that one become educated um figure out what strategy you want do you want rentals do you want fix and flips do you want airbnbs what do you want i've done them all and for me i learned that my favorite strategy is rentals it's not sexy right some people don't get excited about getting an extra $300 a month after expenses is paid rent utilities whatever Um, But I'll give you an example of my first house. Right. My first house was a three unit. I live in one unit. I rent out the other two units. So the tenants, they pay my mortgage and I also have leftover cash flow at the end of it. Right. And I want to do that over and over and over again. I would prefer to do the work one time and get a residual income check every single month. They're paying down my mortgage. It's building equity. And I can use that to help build wealth. I can continue to grow my portfolio. You know, I got sidetracked. We wanted to do it all. We were doing fix and flip. We we experienced a lot of things that they don't talk about on the fix and flip shows. Right. They don't talk about if you give your contractor twenty thousand dollars and he files bankruptcy and runs off. You know, they don't talk about, you know, if you're working with a subcontractor and they forge link documents so they can get a payment. Um, We don't talk about, you know, having the oops factor. Of money yeah. available so that if something comes up in your project, you still have money to keep going. Like we had to get a drain towel system done, which was an extra $10,000. We didn't account for So, my advice to female entrepreneurs one, figure out what do you want from real estate? What do you want from it? Do you want to build yes. wealth? Do you want to build your retirement? Are you trying to replace your job? Figure out that first. Then you figure out the strategy that you want and you become educated. You need to know the area that you want to invest in. I recommend something close to you. A lot of people want to start out of state. I don't understand that. I guess because some, some, Have cheaper properties, but I would do something closer to you. Uh, Learn your numbers, right? You have to know your numbers. Um, Don't get emotionally attached to properties um, because you have to make decisions based on numbers. You know, sometimes we hold on to stuff because we love it, but we're not making any money from it. So, you know, get the emotion out of it. You know, treat it like it's a business. But that's what I would do. Figure out the strategy you want, figure out the end game, work your plan. Get educated, set up your team. Your team is very important. Who's gonna be your realtor? Who's gonna be the person that does the inspection? Who's gonna be the person that is your contractor on your project? Learn about the financing available. Okay. Learn about the financing available um, to finance your deals. And we have funding too, but there's a lot of traditional resources that you have access to um, if you're still working and that sort of thing. So it's it's a lot to it, but I would say that. You know, as a, as a woman, as an entrepreneur, just go for it. Don't let anything or anyone stop right. you. Um, There are other women that have been successful in this field, and you can be too. Um, but the biggest key is being educated. A lot of people just go in blindly, don't have a plan, and can make a lot of mistakes and lose a lot of money. You have to approach real estate just like you would approach your business or your career and take it very seriously.
2: Absolutely. So you heard her. Just get up and go for it. Thank you so much, Latoya Jackson, for being on our podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate you sharing uh, your wisdom. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I wish we had more time mm-hmm. to go deeper um, into the conversation. But thank you for joining our podcast today. Thank you so much.
0: I appreciate you having me. I want to just thank you again for the opportunity. And if anyone wants more information, remember you can go to Excel Capital Group LLC.com. Again, that's Excel Capital Group LLC.com. We help entrepreneurs get funding in two ways. The first way, is to get funding um, based on your personal credit. So you can get up to 250K within 15 days, or if you want to learn the way to build business credit with your EIN that's not attached to your personal credit score, we help you with that as well through our membership and our master classes. So if you want more information, you can go to ExcelCapitalGroupLLC.com. And I look forward to working with you and getting funding for your business. And you can also schedule a free consultation too. You can go to our website, click on the consultation link, and we can talk specifically about your business and the funding that you need to grow and scale it. So thank you so much for having me.
2: Awesome. So y'all go check Latoya out. Um, Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for tuning into Dream Mentorship Podcast with our host, Mac Jane Creighton. If you like our show and would like to learn more, you may check us out at dreammentorship.org. This podcast was edited and produced by Edie Frederick. Remember to join us next week for more female empowerment.